What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 127 of this podcast and before jumping in to the episode uh now let me just say that make sure that you're listening to this one and the rest of the episodes at a speed you're comfortable at whether it's 1.5x 2x or 1x or whatever you're comfortable with but make sure that you know you're you're at a speed you're comfortable at i know i tend to speak a little bit slower so possibly uh, 2x is going to be uh, the preferred option in my opinion uh, but make sure that you just are comfortable with uh, the speed and uh, anyway with that dealt with jumping in to the observations now the adr for the day which is the advances to declines ratio was even worse than what it was yesterday so yesterday in case uh, you know for the uninitiated or for uh, those who don't remember yesterday the adr was 0.78 or something and today it's 0.65 and yesterday was a positive day as well today is a positive day as well so 725 advances for uh, nse 1109 declines and 120 unchanged so that is what we saw on the adr front on the fidi front we've got fis and dis both being net buyers today fis were 48.81 crore and the dis were 39 uh, 339.19 crore now one thing has stood out to me uh these past few days i think i and i believe since the budget day the fis and dis uh there's been a very interesting thing because generally what i've seen is that they're either very evenly matched or the fis tend to be a bit higher but nowadays the dis are you know pumping in a lot of money and even when they remove money it's it's uh, you know generally of a higher volume than the dis than the fis my bad so looks like the domestic uh, you know big players are uh, you know playing bigger games than the foreign big players so that is that is one observation that i had i was actually looking at uh, you know the fidi data and that just sort of struck me now uh, i'm not quite sure of the reason why this is happening but i'm i just know that you know this is probably happening so uh, you know if you've got any theories i'm always open to hearing them you can always tweet it out to me at markets with kr on twitter or you can dm me on instagram or something at indian markets with kr and uh, i will you know check it out i'll resp- respond to it and if it's very interesting i'll even feature it here so um, you know <laughs> if if you're if you if you've got anything you make sure that you shoot it at me now the next point that i want to talk about the next observation for the day is related to how flat and range bound the day was today because i switched off uh, my you know laptop and you know i tuned out i was only monitoring it using my phone at around 10:30 am and then i logged back in at around uh, 1 pm or so because literally during that period not a lot was happening so during the second third of the day um you know not a lot was happening and not a lot has been of happening I've, i've been doing this since the past 3 days like the past 2 days this is the third day i'm doing that and it saves me a bunch of time just looking at the screen needlessly when i could just monitor whatever positions are going on because those bigger moves are not happening it's been a relatively range boundish market so far so 
uh, that's something that I've been doing. And, uh, you know, since it's been a range-bound movement uh, these past few days, if you were to make money, especially today and today, your chance would have been gone because, you know, the day started with a gap up. It went up quite a bit. And then it was flat for the rest of the day pretty much. So literally the only way you could have uh, made money, you know, a lot of people talk about shorting options. You could have shorted a put. You would have gained around 50 to 60 points had you carried forward your short position from yesterday. Had you entered into a new one, you would have gained like 10 to 13 points. But on the other hand, if you would have longed a call for today, then you would have possibly made 10, 15 points uh, very easily within just a few candles, like literally 15, 20 minutes and 10 points, 15 points on a nifty call uh, would have definitely been possible. So, you know, compare that to a 10, 13 point move, 10 to 13 point move on a, on a short put, you're looking at a much better deal as far as longing an option today is concerned. And, you know, the reason why I want to talk about that is because a lot of people say that, you know, range bound days and days where it's just not going anywhere, you're probably better off uh, shorting options and such. And that is true. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to blindly defend uh, longing options. But at the same time, not everyone has millions and millions of rupees uh, to, you know, short options to that extent where you can actually see some tangible gain and see some good absolute uh, gain being accumulated in your PNL, which is when going, you know, long two lots or even one lot of nifty if you're getting 10 rupees is not a bad idea. You could possibly go long more once you've got that confidence. But, you know, if you're quick with your entries and exits, it's definitely possible to uh, make a better ROI longing them rather than shorting them. But you obviously have to be cautious in both. So if you've got no no experience with options, please do not like uh, get inspired by this to get into options because it's something that you can only really do well if you're in front of the screen all the time and if you've already got some experience or if you've got someone with that has a lot of experience, which is uh, you know kind of the case in, with me. I, I do all of this with my father sitting next to me most of the times. And even, even when I'm alone, I... Uh, thankfully have learned it and have experienced it enough. Uh, well, enough is a very subjective word, but enough to actually understand how these basic things work, <clears throat> which is why I can actually do these things. So I just want to get that also very clear because, uh, you know, no one should be doing any uh, weird things with options because they can really make or break you. That, that really is the case. And uh, those were the observations for the day. Let's move to Nifty and Bank Nifty, the indices. Nifty right now is at 12,201. It's up 93 points and uh, it had an AD ratio of 33 is to 16 with one unchanged. And Bank Nifty right now is also at a very important psychological level. It's at 31,492. It was finally able to, uh, you know, uh, respect that 31,300 level looks like. It's up 192 points and it had an AD ratio of 5 is to 7. So uh, clearly not as bullish as Nifty and that's seen by the percentage gain as well. But still reasonably bullish. I'm assuming that the stronger banks were able to hold it uh, in the green rather than, you know, the weaker banks pulling it down in the red. So jumping right into, uh, you know, the technicals and the charts, because we spoke a little bit about the general view and how the 
movement was during the day in the previous segment. 38.2% FIB level for Nifty at 12,201, which is where it's currently at, is a major pain because it's consolidated there for a bit. And uh, on the intraday moves, you know, you can see that it just went up, climbed up a little bit, and then it was flat for the rest of the day, approximately at that level. So it is probably battling it out whether it wants to close above uh, 12,200 or below 12,200 and, and whatnot, whether it wants to test those lower levels or not. And, uh, you know, ultimately the intraday was very flat after, after that few, those few initial candles on the daily chart, we see that it has at least breached that 50 MA line, which was, which was at uh, 12, 120 or so, which we were talking about yesterday. But at the same time, if we look at, you know, the FIB retracement, the 38.2 at 12201.99, we see that it is right on the line. In fact, the high for the day was at 12144, not 12231, which is, uh, you know, which is like 30 points away from where it's at. So clearly it's fallen quite a lot from its high and uh, the open was just above its low. So when when we talk about the kind of candle that's formed, it clearly shows, uh, you know, reasonable amount of resistance at higher levels. Add to that, when you sort of combine the W and M patterns that we've been seeing these past few days, on the intraday chart, you can see multiple attempts being made to breach that level, that 12200 plus level, but literally all of them failed except for the initial few candles which made the high. After that, things were flat, as I said. So that does not look too promising to me. And if it really wants to show its uh, bullishness or if it really wants to continue this gaining trend that we were seeing after that reversal, you know, after the budget day, then uh, it's it's possibly best if it closes above 12 to 45 tomorrow. And for that, you know, it should at least attempt a 12 to 80 or so high uh, is, is my view on that. And of course, we'll come to the levels in a bit. But, you know, that's a good sign now. On the daily chart as well, Nifty, as I said, has breached the 50MA level, whereas Bank Nifty has not breached that 50MA level. It is still under that. So I believe the 50MA level is at 31,550 or 560. So a good 50 to 70 points away from where it's at right now. And that really isn't a lot for Bank Nifty, as we all know. But of course, that resistance is going to be a bit of a pain to overcome. So let's see what happens. Now, the good thing, in my opinion, is that the underlying... Uh, stocks of Nifty and Bank Nifty, since they are common to a certain extent, they are relatively bullish, and especially the ones which are the heavyweights. As I said, I've made a list of the higher weightage ones like HDFC Bank, Reliance, uh, HDFC, ICICI Bank, Infosys, Kotak Bank, TCS, ITC, and LNT. These are the top, uh, what five, ten, um, you know, underlying stocks of Nifty. And of course, they are also, some of them are also part of Bank Nifty, the big stocks, you know, Kotak Bank and uh, HDFC Bank and ICICI Bank, they are very important for um, Bank Nifty as well. So right now, they look reasonably bullish. They are not particularly under any major resistances for at least a few points, like 20, 30 points or so. And uh, in certain cases, also 50 points is, does not look like a stretch, which is why I feel that it still has potential, you know, the markets in general, if like the broad market index right now, Nifty has that potential because on the daily chart, it does not have as many resistances as one would imagine if these initial few are overcome. And once that happens, 
uh, you know since the underlying stocks will also hopefully support it it should uh, you know do well and uh, again we'll come to the levels in a bit so bank nifty similar thing except it needs to breach that 50 ma line so around 60 70 points or so which we should be looking at and uh, basically above the day's high and uh, it should it should be all clear for bank nifty for at least a few points now coming to the levels for the day 12200 is where nifty is at and as i said 12245 12250 is what we should be looking at as the first target of course we've got lower levels like 12230 and 12220 and such but this one's the most uh, you know the, the most major level that i can see here the next level that we should be looking at is between 12272 and 12280 and uh, 12289 is the next one the reason why it's such a narrow level is because there is a cluster here of a few CIPs and there is a very important uh, fib level that it's respected at uh, 12289.33 so that's going to be a very major resistance because that's where there are three CIPs in fact four CIPs if you count one high one failed high so that's going to be an important level I feel and if it's able to breach that then 12330 should ideally not be an issue but of course that is 130 points away so there's quite a long way to go for that on the other side if it is unable to hold this 12200 level then we're looking at 12 uh, 189 being the very first support because that's that's what it's uh, it's it's a very important level uh, the next one after that is going to be 12150 after that we're looking at 12122 to 130 or so approximately that range being important support after that we're looking at 12107 and finally 12080 which has been a very important level right from the start so these are the levels for nifty again we've spoken about them so much in the previous episodes all of these are basically derived from candle patterns or fib retracements and ma's and such so they aren't you know random numbers that i'm pulling out from god knows where uh, but they've actually got some uh, reason and meaning behind them coming to bank nifty's uh, levels we've got 3492 where it's at right now 594 is the next level that we should be looking at which is just above the day's high and also above the 50 ma line the next level after that is 667 so 31667 and after that we're looking at 757 and finally 800 800 is a major level like 800 to 870 i believe is where uh, we should be seeing an average range if it's going to be a relatively positive day and of course those 900 levels are there but they're like 500 points away so uh, you know I'll, I'll just end the positive side uh, here uh, and on the negative side for bank nifty we've got 360 being the very first support 300 being the next support then between 200 to 230 there are a few supports for bank nifty again this is 31,000 and the last support that I'm looking at is 31,111 again this is an important level I'm not just uh, pulling that number because it sounds nice this is actually an important level so those are the levels for nifty and bank nifty and my overall view on it uh, tomorrow it's a bit early to tell because uh, you know on the one hand we've got that bearish ish candle uh, that's there that's from those resistances at higher levels but also at the same time we've got the underlying stocks being reasonably strong so again a lot of it is going to depend on uh, you know the global scenario as well so let's see how that goes let's move to my trades
the only trade for me for the day was an HDFC bank 1240 strike call and I longed this and I'm still holding on to it so it was giving me a minor gain uh, it's, it's in percentage terms it's probably okay-ish but it is giving me a minor gain uh, which is why you know I was holding on to it and uh, you know my view is slightly longer it's not just intraday you know had it given me a reasonable gain today I would have taken it gladly uh, but I think that there's a chance that it might move uh, you know obviously above 1240 so I'm holding on to it for now and uh, you know let's see how it goes because there are literally <laughs> several days for it to expire so really I mean unless that theta decay is really terrible uh, things should ideally not be too bad with that uh, call and uh, let's see how it goes again HDFC Bank is a relatively stable one and it has been doing very well um, you know overall so and of course the call is in the money right now so uh, it's that is that much better and yeah that was literally the only trade for the day and since this is just a one minute segment I'll extend it at add the lesson for the day as well because that is also relatively smaller uh, than some of the other lessons that we've had and the lesson is make sure that you use your time well now uh, this applies so much to people who are just not doing only uh, you know market related stuff and it also applies to people who are doing uh, purely market related stuff but you know they are, they are obviously constantly trying to improve improve so firstly if you are part of the first uh, category of people where you aren't just doing market related stuff then make sure you time your markets properly like you know uh, this is something that i spoke about yesterday as well i divide the market into three thirds uh, like into thirds and uh, depending on when it gives me the move so if it gives me a good move in the first third then you know i i can either stay satisfied or i can look for others and if it if it already if the move has already happened then i'll, I'll probably just skip part of the uh, part of the market and then i'll directly go to the last hour or two and that is what I did today as well so make sure you use your time well and if you fall in the second group where because you know uh, you know I, I know I'm sort of rambling because I just cut that sentence short and I'm coming back to the uh, to the first point because if if you're like office going or someone you can just look at the markets at that time if you're a student you can study at that time and whatever <clears throat> whatever you want to do coming to the second point if you just do stock market related stuff then you can use that time to analyze stuff to look at you know new uh, indicators try out new things backtest your strategies and such and that would be a much wiser uh, use of your time rather than just looking at stagnant markets especially if they are like today where things just do not move of course you will gain some intraday knowledge you'll gain some insight into how the prices are moving intraday uh, but you know you really have to make that sort of priority decision where um, you need to decide whether that little um, insight that you're gaining intraday is going to be worth you know so much of your time so make sure you get that sorted out and it'll be much more uh, you know easy and palatable to fit in that 915 330 chunk in your day if you can manage your time well and that's the lesson for the day that's also it for this episode again hope you found this insightful and uh, informative that's it for this one happy trading see you tomorrow